Bob. Yes. Yes, Josh. How do I put this kindly? <laughs> It'll be the first time you've ever said anything kindly. Okay. Welcome to the Metacast. I'm Josh Anderson. Okay. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. Trying to be more no nonsense at this point. Have you ever thought, Josh, what it's like to be inside my head? It's a scary place. Continuing, yes, continuing. The series on tactics. I, I like this. Yeah. This is a great. I was trying to do my like. Oh, the intro? Star Trek segue. Oh, I'll, I'll shut up. And then. All right, I'll give you the background music. Continuing our series on tactics. The tactics of successful teams. Bob and Josh launch into. Okay, that was fantastic. That might be some of our best audio ever. I I don't know about that. I was trying to think. Remember the original? Or you? Are you a Star Trek guy? No, I'm not. So it had that really goomus. The original Star Treks had that almost like that model plastic model Enterprise. Like I could have done this in my garage almost. Yeah. It was pretty embarrassingly cheesy. It was like nineteen sixties. Yeah. It was in the sixties. Yeah, I, I mean, know. What do, you want, what do you want? I know, but you had this like cheesy thing going through. Yeah. and that's what I was picturing though. When I was, you know, if you remember that intro, was the the little plastic model flying through the picture yeah. of the universe or something. So what's next? Chartering. 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 What is defined? Define it. Define it. I would say starting with intent. Right, like you can just like start. You can just like get going like, hey, we're agile now and go and we're going to do stand-ups and planning and backlogs and burndowns and things like that. But it's, okay, we're going to start this. Let's make sure we start it together. Shared understanding. Shared expectations. Yep. And then we go. I think I, I actually like to go back to project management. The PM. Uh, PMI, the Project Management Institute, has a notion called project chartering. Mm-hmm. And I, now, you know, given the PMI, it was like a checklist and it was very rigorous. Right, right. But they talked about all kinds of things to consider when you're starting something. Yeah. Uh, something as mundane as the budget you have, the ROI you're trying to drive, uh, constraints like what was in scope, what was out of scope, mission, vision, clearly, you know, goals. Mm-hmm were part of it. Team, the team you had to work with, skill sets that the team had, all of those things, like before you just jumped in and yeah. started working, chartering was setting this, maybe setting the stage for mm-hmm. Like, do we have a properly uh, set stage before we dive in? I used to poo-poo it. I thought you'd like that. Years and years ago, I, I thought it was a waste of time. So I was... You poo-pooed the concept of chartering yeah, in an agile was, world? No, in a in a waterfall world. Oh, just pure, okay, gotcha. Just in general, it was like it was a waste of time. We have to, yeah. you know, we have to get stuff done. So diving in, so activity, typing lines of code mm-hmm. as soon oh, as oh, possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you were back to the hands on keyboard, hands on keyboard yeah. and things, and uh, because there was so much pressure. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, so I wasn't, you know, I struggled being a proponent of it. But then 
just activity doesn't get you to your goal. Yeah, so I had right. this, I had the realization over time. And then I became a proponent of chartering. And then in Agile context, the same thing happened. It was almost like another wave for mm -hmm. me. In Agile, no one chartered. It was an, another one early on in Agile, people dove in too soon. <clears throat> and I saw that pattern very early that teams were working really hard. Yeah. And they didn't know where they were going. Yeah. And, and so that's, to me, was, then there was this notion of, hey, we just need to charter in Agile as well. Right. So two things on that last point. One, chartering doesn't have to happen at the start. You can realize, oh boy, we're off course. Let's hit the pause button, recharter or initial charter, whatever it is. You can do it whenever. Don't wait until the wheels are completely off. Two, one of the visuals that I like to have is we as a team are swimming. Are we splashing or are we swimming? Right. So like, oh, that's like, a nice metaphor. Like, are we gliding through the water yeah. smoothly with the right intent or because that's how people are like working hard arms, legs, they're flailing around lots of splashing, but we're not going anywhere. I love that metaphor. Yeah. Well, I, that's a yeah. kind of a cool, but it, it really illustrates right. the point. Right? So hit the pause button right now. Think about your team and how much is your team splashing versus swimming? That's what the charter is meant to do. It's meant to make sure that you swim smoothly and well and in the right direction versus just everybody working as hard as they can, but you're not really going anywhere. I mean, it starts to me, it starts with vision. I like to see how it resonates with you. Like, what is our high level goals? What it's, it's around artifacts around that. Do we understand the problem space? Do we understand the customer problem? Uh, a lot of this falls to the product owner or product organization, but it's not It's not just the product owner declaring it. Did, have they instantiated in the in the mindset of the team? So let's stop and make sure we're on the same page here. Ooh, ooh. Let's charter ourselves. Oh, be, what, what was that? You're just showing <laughs> off. You, you are. What? I was coming at this as chartering an agile transformation, not uh. chartering the start of a new thing we're going to work on. Oh, I think chartering applies to all kinds of things. Okay. So, so, and it would be different. Yeah. So we could charter an agile transformation, right? And then mm -hmm. we'd have components. Vision would be part of it. Yeah, right. Uh, exactly. We could have a project, a new product mm -hmm. effort, or a new team or set of teams. So you could charter right. a set we of are, teams together. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, so you can, it's not infinite. I think there's chartering of a team. I think there's a chartering of a work effort like a product or a project. Right. And I think clearly there's a there's a charter of a transformation, which could be arguably a project, like a very broad yeah, okay. project. Okay. But, but all of those... Anytime you're starting something new. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, makes sense. I actually find agile transformation teams. Mm -hmm. You know, we've talked, or you and I have talked about forming a team of leaders who are going to guide the transformation. Yeah. Chartering that leadership team. And very often there's pushback because like, whoa, we've been leaders for like 18 billion millennia. Right. Right. We don't need any stinking startup. We And we love each other. Right? Yeah. We love each other. We're aligned. Let's just get some sh stuff done. And it's, I find that they're, they're misaligned. Another part of charter that brings it up, alignment mm -hmm. across the, are, are we all, it goes back to your metaphor, which I really like, like the smoothness. Are we all rowing in the same mm -hmm. direction? Are we all swimming? Are we smoothly swimming versus churning? Right. right. Uh, so alignment. Char part of churning is is surfacing, giving mission and vision, 
and then surfacing the lack of alignment, getting honesty, and then realigning. Like, I may not agree, but for this effort, I'm going to align with your vision, right? I'm, and I'm on board. So when I exit, I'm aligned with you, even though... Yeah. Okay. So so let's just talk about the tactics of doing that. Yep. Because I think so often you are right. I am sure you and I have been in those meetings where like we felt like we already had it figured out and like someone else came in from the outside or was helping us charter. Like we know what we're doing. Right. Right. It, it, it's the first thing you need to do. And I think you can address this directly is put that on the table with people and say like, listen, we're going to stop. I know you guys are all professionals. You've all done this a million times, but we're going to start from scratch because this is important and we're starting something new. Yes, it, it might be similar to something we've done in the past, but like, let's make sure on day one, second one, minute one, hour one, that we are running in the same direction and try and get people to take their, their ego, their whatever, and put on a shelf and say, we are starting together. I would, I wouldn't disagree. The one thing that, as you were saying that that came to mind though, was like safety and honesty and mm -hmm. genuineness, right? So one of the things it's not malicious people but often what i find is folks don't feel comfortable or safe voicing their true feelings yeah yeah so so a tactic that i would want to do is maybe some anonymous feedback we're so anonymous sticky notes or something like that and say look on a scale of one to five how aligned with this effort are you mm -hmm. right and do it anonymously so you get some truth telling and then see where the group is and usually inevitably there there's you're going to get like a just you're gonna get folks who are like ones and twos, and then and then you could explore anonymously like why you can yeah. look for why like why are you a one or a two? Try to be careful. Like if you if you if you have safety, then mine for that. I'd rather have people declare it, but if you don't have safety, I, I would start with anonymity just to see where are okay, they. Yeah, yeah. Like like you know that affinity like sort of affinity estimation where. You see where things land. You could almost do affinity uh, alignment anonymously and just see see where the room is. Everyone comes in. It's like so. The thought is we're all fours and fives, mm -hmm. but the reality is almost always different than that. Right, right. There, there are folks who really they say they're on board, and what I want to know is, are you really on board? Yeah, and and there's a fair amount of work that you have to do as a coach or a leader or something to pull that out yeah. because usually you're getting brought into a situation where that doesn't exist. And that's part of the problem. And people might not even want to like discuss it. It might be so unsafe. that It's right. like, I don't, yes, we're anonymous. Sure. It's anonymous air air quotes, but like, I'm not putting myself out there. Right. So you as a leader, as a change agent have to work really hard to get that to happen. And you might have to have a couple rounds of it. Right. So, th so that's the, you know, are we aligned on mission mm -hmm. and then test? Are we aligned on, let's say it's a product or a new, or do you want to be on this team? So at every level we talked about, like a team-based charter, mm -hmm. do you even want to be on this team? Do you see the sense to you being on this team? Do you have any issues with being on this team? Do you, you know, are, are, are you going to contribute to our goal? So you can test at a team level, you can test at a product level. Do you believe in the product? Right. Yeah. Do you believe in Josh? Josh is the you know chief product officer. Do you believe in it? Is it Josh shoving it down your throat, or do you actually mm -hmm. are you excited to be part of this effort, or mm -hmm. where is it between those? At a transformation, I normally test at a transformation level, 
if I can get it, very often people are just going through the transformation because they're being told to do it. They don't mm -hmm. actually believe, they believe they're fine. So it, I'm generalizing, but very often in organizations, everyone feel what I encounter is everyone feels like this is being done to them. Yeah, agreed. And, and yeah. we're basically okay. Yes, we have a few problems, but we're basically, you know, rocking it out of the park. Mm -hmm. And this is just someone's idea. This is the latest fad that someone is making us go through these gy gyrations. Yeah. Well, I want to see, I want to test the waters for that. I'd rather get that early on yeah. Yeah. and then get them to talk about why the, the fours and fives need to, so forget me convincing them. In order to get alignment, I'm just using the numbers, but the fours and fives need to, to yeah. convince or, or align with the ones and twos. Yeah. Right. In a situation like that, one of the things that I've, learned the hard way is to respect why everybody's there. You know, if you think about an agile transformation, the people that are going through the transformation liked the way things used to work. Yeah. They chose yeah. to join this company and part of the inspection that they did of, do I want to invest my time, effort and energy with this company is, do they operate in a way that I align with? Yeah. And so now you're fundamentally changing. You're, you're, you're asking them to operate fundamentally different than what they signed up for when they joined the company yeah. and really honoring that and respecting that. And I found that if you can talk about that with that crew and say, listen, I understand this is different than what you signed up for two years, five years, 10 years ago right. when you joined this company but the company has chosen to make this investment because of X, Y, and Z. And I think the same thing can be done with a product of, hey, the company is choosing to build this product because of X, Y, and Z. I get it might be different than what you came in and worked on a number of years ago, right? But that same kind of respecting the past and how we got here and you. everybody's journey so many people come in with this like just big hammer and like hey we're changing now and don't allow people to go through it's an exaggeration but like a grieving period of like the thing we had is gone and now we're trying to go somewhere different no you're right on i think it's you celebrate the history you accentuate the history sometimes there's a history walk. I've had people do sticky notes where you, you can actually have them identify their yeah. history, like major milestones on a board. And, and you start with the far distant past and you yeah. come up to now and you identify and then you walk that it's like a, a, you know, your historical journey or your product journey or your company journey. And you, then you walk it as a group and you, there's moments where you celebrate yeah. and things like that. And, and really be genuine with that. Really appreciate the past. The folks who, that to me, that's a, that's a strong part of the chartering process mm -hmm. is that celebration. Right. Other, otherwise, you're real. You're not. You're not being. You know, sort of real to people. You're not being kind to them. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a. It's a grieving. I think you nailed it with yeah. that term. Allow people time to grieve because it's a change. Even if you do an acquisition, it could be the same thing. Oh yeah. You've been part of companies that you have product A internally, then you acquire a company. And either you're going to inject your product on top of them yeah. or you're going to take their product and it becomes your flagship or mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. But whoever is the receiver of that, like like celebrate. Very rarely do they do that. It's more and more, this sucks, we're going to inject right. this into yeah. it. Yeah. Celebrate and allow grieving would really help those teams. Mm -hmm. Welcome to our Diversity and Inclusion Minute. This is going to be a quick one. I 
am excited. Oh, that doesn't happen often. What? What? Tell me what. I'm excited to say the challenge that we threw down. Oh. Last episode. The response happened. And I'm saying that optimistically because we're actually recording this episode one day after we recorded oh, the previous right. episode. So I am counting. So you're being optimistic. I am opt- I am counting on our amazing community that we've built, our amazing listeners, that they heard that challenge, they responded, and they have like inundated accepted. us with us. Like, hey, Bob, Josh, like, what, you know, chest kind of puffed out. Right. Everybody stood up and said, all right, Bob, Josh, we heard you here. I'm not Punks. quite where yeah. you're at, oh, but, I am, but I'd like I to am, be there. I, all right. Yeah, I am. So, I am forecasting in the future. That that happened. So everyone, go back, review the challenge if you didn't hear it. Challenge yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anything else in the diversity? Yeah, actually, I I have a product manager that I hired earlier this year that just shared with me that, and he's very excited because he, he has the opportunity to speak to a uh, young group of people of color, showing them that him, as a person of color, has what the life of a product manager is. Oh. So he's so excited to have the opportunity. I will share a link. I don't know if it will have happened by oh, that by, is cool, by the time we get this posted, but he knows how passionate I am about this. He's passionate about it. So he shared it with, with me the other day, and I was like through the roof excited because he was so excited, like, hey, like, listen, like, I... I'm pumped. I get to do this. I get to go talk to kids. But that's the, the youth, yeah, right? That's, right yeah. that's, that's such right. an impact. And it's specifically targeted for a diverse crowd by a diverse guy that is there. And it's it's going to be fantastic. So I'm so excited that that's a thing. And I'll put a link below. Again, hopefully it hasn't happened yet by by the time we get this out. But cool. Uh, very excited about that. Very nice. Tell him I said congratulations. That's, that's exciting. Yeah, yes. it is. All right. So, like we talked about, you know, people in the community kind of stepping up and doing something. Isn't it cool when yeah. people just, and it doesn't take, you don't have to, like, land on the yeah. moon, for God's right? sakes. Just yeah. do what you can. Exactly. All right. So, there's a great example, and I am looking forward to hearing all the things that everyone else is doing. All right. Back to the episode. What else? Chartering. Okay. So, one of the things that I always do is I find who the leader in the organization is that people go and complain to. And I talk to them about how important they are in this new project in this new thing that we're chartering. It's going to get bumpy. It's not going to go the way people want. And someone will come and complain to you, whine to you, hoping that you will help them smooth things out and reduce the amount of change or, you know, make some demonstrable thing that undercuts the change that's trying to happen. And I relay how important it is that in that moment, you will decide the success or failure of this thing. And how you respond. Yes, exactly. If you respond like, hey, Jimmy, I hear you. I get that it's hard. I get that this is different. But this is the direction we're going, and we need you to get on board, and here's why. And make sure they have the talking points in that moment. So often, we either don't prepare that person, and they do the best they can, but they're not prepared well enough, so they stumble and fumble. Or that person just acquiesces, and then at that point, it's over. right? Because the signals are sent. That, yeah, we don't really believe in this, 
further validating all of the things that people have said of, oh, well, this is just a fad. This is the thing we're trying. This is blah, 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 right? That's a super key moment. So I invest pretty early with whoever that leader is and make sure they understand the importance of that moment because that moment will happen. I actually don't think it's just a single leader. I'm, I'm going to plus one on what you okay. said. So to me, part of alignment, how do you test alignment? Mm-hmm. I, I, the way I verbally test alignment, explain it to organizations is how do people respond when someone comes to you yeah. complaining about it in a hallway, mm-hmm. in the parking lot, in a Zoom meeting, it, independent of your role. You could be a leader. It's a team member, yeah. right? It's So if I'm at a scrum team level, how does the product owner respond to complaining? I'll use complaining, but whatever mm-hmm. it is, is the response aligned? Mm-hmm. Is Are we supportive of it? Are we all rowing? the metaphor are we all swimming in the same direction right so it's not a leader it's every person right needs to be plus or minus aligned otherwise it's sort of this house of cards people are looking for uh, very often because it's a change system they're looking for a way out mm-hmm. they're looking for confirmation yeah the past, exactly right exactly and we we have to it's not that you know someone can have a different opinion or a bad day but generally out of a hundred questions like that or a hundred challenges 95 of them need to be answered in a consistent aligned way mm-hmm. right, in order for you know to move so i think that's part of that that chartering is getting that out out there now a senior leader is going to have much more influence right right so you know sitting down with them would be a part of that scope what we're going to do i was thinking you know establishing uh do and don't do i like these binary charts sometimes mm-hmm. you can do it on a whiteboard you can do it in powerpoints but like for transformation, a do, don't do for a transformation. Well, this is what we're transforming and this is why. This is what we're not trying to do. So do, we're mm-hmm. going to change the culture. Not do, we're not going to fire people. We're not going to intend, you know, we're not trying to reduce. We're not trying to make it more efficient. And so we can reduce 10% of our headcount. Mm-hmm. So do, don't do. Uh, not to find everything, but really hit those critical things of this is why we're doing it. And equally importantly, this is why not we're doing it, mm-hmm. right? Or what we're not trying to achieve. I, I think I love those do, don't do. I usually have area in the middle. There's the gray area or the fog. What do you call mm-hmm. it? Fog. I'm a foggy guy. Yeah. You're a foggy guy. So yeah. it would be fog in the middle. Yeah. You could bring that to a team. Mm-hmm. A product owner could do that. This is what's in play for this project, this backlog, this product. This is what clearly we're not trying to boil the ocean here. We're not trying to do this stuff. We'll figure out the fog. Yeah, to me, the real magic there is in the won't do or the don'ts or whatever that negative column is because you can define all of the things we're going to do, but with good intention, minds will wander and they'll start to layer on things. So to to provide the clarity of it is this, but not this. I, I love these charts. Yeah. I don't use them enough. I don't think people it's almost a it should be a thing and i don't think it people do it often enough mm-hmm. and it's and it's the clarity around that to prevent like overbuilding or whatever over or over fear right there's a lot yeah. of like there's a lot of angst yeah. yeah yeah and our our inclination is the do's right you probably fall into this trap yourself mm-hmm. many right it's because the do's are where we think from a requirements point of view from yeah. a features yeah, yeah. point of view yeah. Right. It's I don't think we're wired to think of what we're not what we're not right. like what's not in play. But in, in chartering efforts I found that format to be useful to sort of sort of settle things down and really sort of you know, focus. Yeah. A thing that I think is 
also very helpful is defining like team norms oh. or like I was rules of the thinking, road yeah. or like, like like this is this is how we play together and again you might go into it without doing that you might succeed but what discussing this does is it removes all the assumptions that are made it is very similar to that do and don't do thing for the product or whatever it might be like this is who we're going to be this is not who we're going to yeah. be this is how we're going to talk to each other this is not how we're going to talk to each other this is how we're going to define things right it goes on and on but like really being intentional and putting that on the table to ensure that again from second one hour one day one you're all going in the same direction and minimizing the amount of wander that happens i don't even think it's like team i'm agreeing with you and i i want to just again plus 10 again it's team norms for work but it's also getting to know each other mm -hmm. you know that notion of a read me mm -hmm. file or something i would say everyone or you're going to pillow talked about personal maps they were mind maps that people would put together so when he formed a team everyone would do their personal map mm -hmm. and it was very informal format the format it was whatever you, you whatever cluster of things you want to share right with your team members you could talk about your school your, your work whether you like dogs or not whatever it was and then they would get a, a virtually and they would explain it mm -hmm. and, and they would maintain it over time yeah and when a new team member would come in or someone would leave so recharter they would present their maps again mm -hmm. and the new person would do that and it was a wonderful way and they i don't know if they made them public or not but again it's a way to like what are your personal attributes how do you like to how do you make decisions right how do you like to be approached when are you most productive when when do we can we interrupt you when yep. when yep. you don't want to be interrupted so it's not just work chartering but it's like knowing each other chartering i think is important from a team point of view mm -hmm. and don't short shift shift that a lot of folks are like you know i have a 30 minute meeting to do that or something and that may be enough time but don't take as much time yeah. as you need to get to know each other and i think that's and a lot of teams don't do that they'll do the it's almost like they go through the norms checklist right we you know we're gonna have a daily stand up at this it's like yeah. how we're going to work together i i want folks to better understand each yeah. other right? yeah as well what Agreed. else you got i'm thinking chartering rechartering mm -hmm. i, I want to don't think that it's a major the project is off the rails we need to recharter i find it surprising like you don't want to recharter when things are terrible you you can do it you you want to give yourself permission to do it earlier so i'll, I'll use the people it's surprising to me not surprising it's surprising how often people don't do it but like someone a new person joins a team mm -hmm. and a team's like well we're a well-formed team they'll figure it out mm -hmm. and to me that's a rechartering it's a small yeah. event but it's worth rechartering mm -hmm. uh you you failed a sprint and you realize that you're probably you know five percent behind or whatever whatever i'm just using terms yeah right now's the time to <laughs> So don't wait until you're like totally off the rails. Recharter in the small so you don't have to recharter in the big. It's a realignment thing. Are you suggesting that you apply agile principles? I know. I didn't think of it that way, but yes. Bob, that I, is preposterous. I know. In the small. Yeah. But but the thing is, it's, chartering sounds like a big event. 
and folks don't want to take the time. It really does. Yeah. And and it can take time. But I'm thinking, but it's how do you start? Again, begin with the end in mind. Right. Right. It's Covey was on to something. We're, we're going, if, if we're aligned, we'll get good results. Mm -hmm. The less we're aligned, the, the, the higher the probability that we're going to get a crappy outcome. Right. Right. So the point is, you know, if you don't want crappy outcomes, align and align right. frequently. Make sure that you have the end in mind. Make sure that you have that path in front of you together. Mm -hmm. And so, as a, so, whenever you have deviation, new team member, sort of disruption, other, the retrospectives are going badly. Uh, no one's paying attention to our team norms. Mm -hmm. We're not getting the results we want. Uh, there's a there's a pivot in the product, mm -hmm. in the product vision. Don't just like throw that in the backlog. Maybe there's a bit of a mini sort of rechartering to do. Yeah, and I was joking, sort of, but not really about agile principles. It just works, right? Breaking these hard, difficult things into smaller pieces, iterating, seeing what's working, seeing what's not, and then responding. Don't just like keep blindly doing the same thing. There are so many teams and products that just blindly do the same thing and they like yep that didn't work yep that didn't work yep that didn't work and they don't actually take the action to do whatever it takes if it's a recharter if it's a whatever like as a leader in an organization that's that's your product the team is your product and do you need to hit the reset button do you need to do and do a recharter do you like who knows what it is but like if you're not paying attention like that, then my assumption is you're failing and you're going to keep failing and you're going to wonder why when all you have to do is apply the agile principles that you espouse upon all of your teams of, hey, this is how you should be doing, like do the daggone thing yourself. Absolutely. As you were talking, I was thinking of the, I, we didn't say it, but the why. I mean, say, what is the why? Can the team articulate the why? Mm -hmm. uh, definition of done, guardrails, define them as a team. Listen, listening it's not a dictate. It's an emergent process where you you co-create. So chartering is a co-creation of all of these things, whether it's an agile transformation team level, a product level. I mean, you can come in with PowerPoints or feature lists and try to dictate. That's not chartering. There's a there's alignment does a disservice. Think co-creation of your chartering in every at every level of what you're doing. I'm trying to think of things that we've met in chartering. You know what? I am going to be willing to bet that if somebody's listening to this episode and they think we missed something, they are going to reach out to us, Bob. Yeah, I think They are fair. going to, in the Discord, link below, uh, or on Twitter, link below, they're going to reach out and say, hey, Bob. What about this? Josh, yeah. What about, exactly. I, I want to hear what about yeah. this is because I, I feel like this is actually a richer, deeper, broader topic then maybe we can do in like 30 minutes or yeah, whatever, right, yeah. right? We we covered it nicely, but there's nuance to this. Right. I would also encourage, we should put a link into to Liftoff. Okay. It, Liftoff is a, just a freaking awesome book and, and it aligns with what we're doing. Okay. Uh, Sounds so good. the Liftoff book. Yeah. Are we done? I think so. Hey, everyone. From beautiful downtown, I have to I have to muster the lung, lungage. From beautiful downtown Fuquay hyphen Verena. I'm Bob Galen. And I'm Josh Shaman. Shake and big. Take care, y'all.